Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Well, today is February 12th. Uh, We used to call it Lincoln's birthday, but now we just call it February 12th. For some reason, what happened to Lincoln, I don't know. But today is kind of a, a different podcast because I don't have a guest. I got so busy designing somebody's kitchen, I forgot to schedule somebody, which sounds really terrible, but hey, sometimes that happens. So I thought, what am I going to talk about? Well, guess what? I'm sitting at my drafting board looking at this kitchen that I'm designing for somebody, and I thought, well, great. Why don't we just talk about how to work with a designer? A lot of people think that they can do their kitchen by themselves, And it's not as easy as you think. If you're just going to replace the cabinets and you're going to keep the same footprint, well, sure, then you can just take the old cabinets out, replace them with the new cabinets, keep the sink and the appliances in the same place, and be done with it. New cabinets, new countertops, looks great. But if you're going to change the kitchen in any way, move the appliances, add another sink, knock down a wall... Um, actually maybe move the kitchen to another part of the house, I would suggest that you work with a designer. Designers, not to pat myself on the back, but we, we've had a lot of experience. We know a lot about appliances, um, functionality of the kitchen, where to put different things, and it's not as easy as you think, trust me. I've been doing this for a long time, and I can't just whip out an unusual design for a kitchen. You really have to think about it. So unless you're very creative, you've had experience with remodeling, I would say call an expert. Um, Spend a little money and get somebody that you're comfortable with. The most important thing that they're listening to you, that you can convey to them what you like about the kitchen and what you don't like. Um, what your wish list is, how you use the kitchen, on and on and on. I mean, I can talk about kitchens forever because I've done them for so long. But I'm going to start from the beginning because actually I went on Google and I thought, okay, what are the questions people uh, ask when they're going to remodel their kitchen? Well, when I said get a designer, actually I was talking about somebody who's experienced, and probably the best thing to do is find a certified kitchen designer, which by the way, I am. We have to have seven years of experience and 60 hours of education before we even sit for the exam. Uh, So I did this many, many years ago. So uh, you can imagine how many kitchens and bathrooms I've done in the meantime. But whether it's me or somebody else, you really have to find somebody who has knowledge about uh, kitchen designing, not just, uh, okay, we're going to put the sink here. It has to be functional. It has to be pretty and aesthetic, but if it doesn't work for you, well, then you've got the wrong person designing your kitchen. Uh, Secondly, people want to know what is the average cost of a kitchen? Well, there is no average, you know, like how much does a dinner cost or how much is a pair of shoes? Well, depending on what you want in the kitchen, uh, what your budget is, what your likes and dislikes are. I mean, you can have expensive taste, but you really have to tell your designer what your budget is 
uh, the one thing when we take an exam for a CKD is we never learned how to read the minds of the people we work with. So you have to be forthcoming and explain to us what your budget is and what's most important to you. You know, some people find it really important to spend a lot of money on appliances because they're cooks, because they, um, maybe they entertain a lot. Maybe they've cooked on, uh, certain appliances that they're not willing to give up. Um, by the way, you could go to a class and learn about some of the appliances. I suggest you try them out before you decide to buy, but that is very important to share with your designer. Because actually, she could design a kitchen, but it comes out a lot better if she knows what direction you're going in. Uh, case in point, say you're thinking of a 48-inch freestanding gas range with a large oven and a small oven because everybody has one and you've always wanted one. If you don't have the room in the kitchen, that's not going to work. I mean, you could use an oversized oven range, but then you won't have enough prep space or storage space. So you really have to explain to your designer what you want and what you're willing to give up and listen to her because, or him, because they've done this a lot and you haven't. So kind of listen about the suggestions. Now, when I design a kitchen, I will go in and ask the people what their wish list is. And I find out their needs and then I'll explain and suggest. And that's what you want. You want somebody to explain why you can or can't have it. And then if you can't have something, they should be able to tell you what you could have. But it's ultimately your choice. Your, um, it's your money. It's your budget. It's your kitchen. And you're the one who's going to be living in there. So stick to your guns on that one. Um, now, there's another question that I uh, was reading about the qualities of a good kitchen designer. Well, we did talk about that, but um, a good kitchen designer has to be able to stick to your budget. I know there are people out there who tout themselves as designers. I don't know why, but they're always specifying the most expensive items. And let's face it, um, you can spend a fortune on handles for your cabinets, but you got to start somewhere with this budget. And then you've got to make sure that you can tell your designer, no, I'm not going to spend $25 a handle or she should tell you obviously, but you've got to do that. You've got to work with somebody that actually has experience and don't be afraid to ask for referrals. You want to see what this person has designed. You want to talk to the homeowners of those kitchens and find out if everything went fine. And I got to tell you, not everything is perfect, but if there are problems, then the designer or the um, project manager has to solve them. And the homeowner is paying somebody to do that. So that's ultimately what you need. You need a, a, a designer, a problem solver, somebody who's going to work with you. Communication is very, very important. So um, at this point, I think we'll talk about lighting in a kitchen because if you've listened to my podcast, you know that Premier Lighting is my sponsor and they just came back from market. They have a selection of gorgeous fixtures that are in for 2020. Um, 
I just did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about the popular fixtures and what's in for lighting in 2020. So go into Premier Lighting. They are located in Scottsdale. And as I say every week, if you don't live in Scottsdale, you can go on their website, shoppremier.com, and you can shop online. They do ship. But also you can call them, you'll find their phone number on their website, and you can talk to a design consultant and explain what your um, problems are with lighting or what she would suggest to make your uh, rooms look a little brighter. So definitely go on their website. Um, Also, by the way, your designer should work with you on your lighting plan. That's uh, something that's a positive. You can have the best kitchen in the world, but if you can't work on your countertop because it's too dark, well, then something's missing, obviously. So uh, the designer should be able to, number one, give you a preliminary plan of the kitchen after you two have met and she understands what you would like. The preliminary is a first go-round where you'll both go through it and redline it. Redlining means that you get a red pen, obviously, and you make the changes. Uh, The designer might have put the bank of drawers in a place where you prefer to have a regular base, which is a door and a drawer. Maybe you wanted... Um, open shelves, and you didn't convey that at the first meeting. So the preliminary plan is very, very important. And don't be shy about saying, well, I didn't really want that there, or where would I put my dish towels? Because the preliminary plan is actually what is going to lead to the final plan. So it's really important that you go through it. Um, Then once you go through that plan and you make your final changes, then your final plan should be a plan that shows all of your electrical outlets, where your plumbing is going, where the oven is going, so that this plan is complete enough to give to a contractor to actually build out the kitchen. Also, it should be uh, drawn out perfectly for a contractor to price out everything. Uh, There are certain different ways you can go. Uh, I am a project manager on the kitchens that I design most of the time. It depends on the homeowner if they want me to do that or not. But then I'm working with the general contractor on the kitchen and making sure that everything goes in its place where it's supposed to based on the plan. And of course, it would be a little um, uh, difficult if the contractor didn't read the plan right and he forgot to put the outlets in for the oven or for the lighting. So it's important that everybody work together and you have the perfect kitchen. So um, I would say that if this was helpful, I would really like to hear from you because I think it is important that you wouldn't actually um, go to a butcher to get um, brain surgery and you wouldn't go to um, a shoemaker to have your car fixed. So why not go to a kitchen designer to get your kitchen design? That makes sense to me. But anyway, um, as we uh, go through these, as you listen to this podcast and you get questions or ideas and you want to talk to somebody, you can always email your questions to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com, and I would be glad to answer them. If you live in the Arizona area, I 
could work with you. If you live outside the area, I shouldn't say I won't work with you because I just completed a kitchen design um, for people that live in Alaska. So it's a little more difficult, but it comes out beautiful if you've got the number one thing I said before, communication. That is so important. Anyway, this was a nice chat. I mean, me and my microphone got along really well. I didn't have anybody to talk to but you guys. And um, who knows, maybe I'll be doing this some more. But in the meantime, I want you to have a great day. And again, don't forget to email me. I would love to hear your comments.